as Allah's Habib sallallahu alayhi wa was entering Medina Manawara, Allahu Akbar, what a khutbah he rendered. What a khutbah he rendered, subhanallah. Let's analyze these words of his khutbah. It's, one is the khutbah of Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his first khutbah on the mountain Safa in Makkah Mukarramah. That khutbah is also very interesting. The advisors there, when Allah's Nabi announced, Ya Sabaha, and this was a famous slogan or announcement that was made during the Meccan stage by the Arabs when they would announce regarding something very, very important. What it literally means is, oh, there's something happening by morning. But what this means in Arabic rhetoric and balagha, Arabic eloquence, this means is something very, very important has to be mentioned to you. It's as important as an army arriving by morning. So it means very, very important information. This was the Meccan slogan. So when Allah's Nabi climbed on the mountain, he utilized the same words that was used by the Meccan people to gather everyone. What they would also do is, if some information was so important, they would actually strip themselves naked to draw full and complete attention and then call these words, Ya Sabaha, and then make their announcements. But Allah's Nabi just said, Ya Sabaha, and he never removed his clothes. So what we learn from here, what others do, we cannot do. Unless what is done is allowed in Sharia, like Ya Sabaha is not contrary to Sharia. So what is halal as a means of inviting to Allah, we can use. But what is haram is impermissible for us to use. Then Allah's Nabi mentioned to everyone after they had gathered, that you can see me from the top of the mountain. And I can see both sides. I can see ahead of me and I can see behind me because I am in the to- at the top of the mountain. They said yes. So Allah's Nabi said وسلم, to them that you cannot see this side of the mountain. But if I were to notify you that on this side there's an army charging towards you to eradicate you, would you believe me? They said you are the most trustworthy, the most honest. Obviously we'll believe you. Allah's Nabi then said in the same way, like how warned and how cautioned would you be when an army were to arrive to eradicate and attack you. In the same way, there's an afterlife, the hereafter, that is coming rapidly, that is coming stealthily, that is coming swiftly. And I implore you all to prepare for this afterlife. And then Allah's Nabi mentioned these words, Kama Like you live this world, that's exactly how you are going to die. Wa kama as you live, that's how you will die. And as you die, that's how you will be resurrected. Allahu Akbar. To analyze these words in simple terms. The hadith is actually saying that Allah is so merciful, subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's even allowing us to choose the way we want to die. As you live, what you do every day, what drives you, what's your goal, what's your purpose. Allah will make it that the day you leave this world, you would be occupied and involved in the same thing. Meaning, somebody who leaves this world reciting the quran Kareem, or performing his salah, or inviting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or striving in Allah's way, or in his ihram for hajj, or performing tawaf, or doing some charitable work, or helping humanity. It's not that he just did this out of the blue. But this was his way of life. This is what drove him. This is what inspired him and her. My respected listeners, let us choose the way we want to die. Let us live every day as though it's the last day of this worldly life. Like a pious scholar, Abdurrahman bin Abi Nu'min, when they came to him to ask him, 
because a group of scholars went to different scholars and pious people to ask them, what would you do if you knew that this was the last day of your life in this transitory world and tomorrow you were definitely departing? How would you spend your day? Some said, I would spend my day circulating and circumambulating the Kaaba Sharif. Others said I would be in the tilawa of the Qur'an the entire day. Others said I would be disseminating the knowledge of Allah's deen. Imagine, the scholar said, I would do what I do every day. When asked, what do you mean? Elaborate, please. He said, I spend every day already as though it's the last day of my life. And this is what we are supposed to do. Allah save us, Allah forgive us. We do not want to leave this world in the dens of vice, in pubs, in clubs, spending time with um, illicit relations, spending time in defiance and disobedience of Allah. How then would be our outcome and end result? Allah's mercy, Allah's mercy, we can choose the way we want to go. Let's do that every day. Let's please our Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that must be our goal and purpose and objective that our Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala must be happy. That's why Sahaba radiallahu anhum, Hazrat Bilal radiallahu anhu leaving this world, when his wife cried incessantly, he says, why do you cry? Just be happy with me, for me. She asked, how? He said, that I'm now going to go to my loved ones. Today is the day I will meet my beloveds, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and the Sahaba kiram, radiallahu anhum.